Unreal. I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy, and I am so excited to have you guys back for this uh, series of episodes that we're doing right now for Halloween. Yeah. Yay, October. I think one of, I definitely is one of my favorite months. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it, it's yeah, it's perfect time to do these movies because it finally feels like we're in fall. Like last week, we had like a hundred and twelve degree heat wave, <laughs> yes. and now it's now it's wave. finally it's like oh, it's raining, it's overcast, it's 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 moody, and it's perfect time to watch some horror movies. And we're getting right it's into that. Eighty one. It's a freezing eighty one degrees. Like yeah, yeah it's a time for. Her. Um, <laughs> so anyone who's listened in the past, uh, our past Halloween. So Kevin loves, loves horror. I know nothing about horror movies. So Evan, I give you full reign <laughs> to do whatever, whatever you want. And I, I try uh, not what, to go mad with power, but you make it so difficult not to sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like it's I, whatever, but like, yeah, what's the, so what's the theme for this month? So this, yeah, uh, as, as, or uh, yeah, as, as Sam said in the past, we, we've tried to stick to some themes like in the past we did, you know, history of horror, kind of going back to like the roots of some like old classic horror movies. We did some more like cult classics, uh, last year and this year, uh, we're picking a specific genre of monsters. And this is one of my favorites. We are sticking with zombies for this month. Um, which honestly, I love zombies or just like... <laughs> the perfect monster because they're just they they are so versatile that you can kind of fit them in any kind of like a niche category whether it's like you know, horror sci-fi comedy like it it zombies have become so mainstream that they've kind of uh invaded every kind of subgenre that could possibly encapsulate zombies like in 2009, that was when, like, Walking Dead came out. It was, like, a full-on zombie invasion. Video yeah. games, movies, TV yeah. shows. It was just zombies everywhere. And I feel like since Walking Dead is is in its, like, last episodes uh, right now is recording this. It, this is the last season. I believe this is, like, the last episodes. But they're, it's, like like episode 12 part one through four or something like that oh, so okay. they're it's it's being stretched out but yeah. it, it's it is the last season of that so i feel like it was a perfect time to do uh some good old-fashioned classic zambi movies i agree with you yeah like i feel like um in like 2008 was when vampires were becoming big and then zombies kind of, yeah, came, like, maybe they put 2009, like, somewhere around in the middle of that. Yeah. And that, I would say it wasn't stretch in the way, it didn't stretch out and last as long as, like, vampires. But it was, like, a different, I agree with you, like, it can fit into pretty much, oddly enough, any genre. But I agree, like, there is something funny. Like, a, a just, like, the idea of a zombie has become, like, it's like I just also find it funnier because, um, like for example, referring to like the vampire, uh, like craze. craze yes. Uh, yeah. I almost said. I feel like it's the that best is, way to describe it. I almost it. said or or phenomenon is another one to say. I almost said <laughs> uh, attack, but that didn't feel the right word. But anyway, like that, that sounds violent. That was basically <laughs> taking vampires, some, like a monster, and making it something a little making it a little less scary making it like a little 
maybe like sexier or whatever whereas zombies I, I feel like i feel like it was more of like romantic for sure for, for sure whereas um zombies they've on and off been either they're ridiculous they're funny or they're scary like i feel like i've i yeah. didn't i didn't really watch that much walking dead but yeah like there were times i've seen like a little bit and it's like yeah i can see it's they're it's one of those things like just one is not scary, but a couple or a bunch. Yes. You can easily, I get why that's a little creepy. And even like this. So the movie we, did we did you say what, what movie we watched? I don't remember. Okay. No, I, I haven't oh, okay. seen the movie yet. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was really kind of yeah, going down like a no, rabbit like, hole of just describing uh, the whole zombie but craze. Ma- yeah, because it was making me, um, yeah, I, I was, it was, oh, it's, it's, I feel like some of our conversations are going to be somewhat similar to like, so last year we talked about vampires. So, and we kind of did a little bit of a, you know, from starting from with Dracula and ended on like Fright Night, which is a little more, I mean, eighties, but modern as well as like, uh, yeah. um, you know, uh, like, not the it's very different it's very as far as as far as horror goes it's it's more set in uh like a modern day setting rather than an old-fashioned kind of you know yeah and it's not neither was neither like i wouldn't really say it was scary like fright night was scary but i also wouldn't say that it was quite i mean there were some funny moments but it was kind of somewhere in between i mean yeah like yeah and so i feel like with with this month uh it's gonna be somewhat similar but there were i just feel like horror itself it's kind of fascinating how much it's grown and developed over like the course of, I mean, I guess even since like cinema started horror movie, like horror movies have always been around, but it's kind of fascinating to, this is a very yeah. old genre and it, 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 yeah, it, it's, well, I know I've said this before. I feel like I, a broken record on it, but it, it, I really love horror movies because it does tap into one of like the most base human instincts, which is fear. And it, it's just kind of, since we're more or less like the top of the food chain, we have so little to be afraid of. Like we don't have to worry about like predators or like uh, uh, poisonous plants or like any, anything that would like be like in nature that would like outright kill us. I, like we're in homes. We, we have all like the necessary tools to survive in a, a modern day setting. But I feel like horror is kind of a way to have that like sense of escapism to feel like some kind of fear that kind of makes you feel a little bit more human because there's not a whole lot in in a well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of using like a base example of like there's not really a whole lot in like day to day life that would make you feel afraid per se. But horror movies kind of makes you do that. And I feel like having like a little bit of fear, having like a little bit of like dipping into like the like a full emotional spectrum kind of makes you more of a well-rounded person. Because if you don't feel a little bit of fear, you, you don't have that sense of like, I don't, I don't know, like empathy and just kind of like developing like a full like palette of like how people should... Um, kind of like fully emotionally developed yeah and i know i understand what you're saying and yeah i agree like um 
when like yes there's things for us to fear but a fit but uh horror films it's like it's it's if it's a good one it's primal yes and it really it it's taps primal. into like it's not even just like yes this is not a situation you'll you'll likely be in but you can still if 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 the story and the uh, I don't want to get into I have a spiel for this movie but if the story and the characters are <laughs> I guess it's the same for any any movie obviously like the 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 better it is the more and the there's you're gonna care more as well as you're gonna be scared more the more you care the more scared you are. I'm I'm starting to feel like you you <laughs> I feel like I kind of understand your I'm leaning trying, towards this movie based on I how you said that. I was trying to hold back. Just sit with a movie, is Kevin. I I I know you so well. I feel like I can't I can't I read between the lines. I was trying not to, but um, so... I clearly failed. Just just what movie did we do, Kevin? All right. So yeah, let's just introduce the movie. Um. So this week we are going to be covering the original uh 1968 version. Night of the Living Dead by the legendary George Romero. So this was like considered one of, if not the first, like zombie horror movies uh, back in the day. And this movie was revolutionary at the time uh, because I in in this was '68 and this had like like nudity. This had uh, swearing. Uh, this was also like one of the, like this was in black and white, and it also uh, was a little progressive because it had a, uh, a black male lead at the time, which at the time was, unless it was like a black exploitation movie, which kind of didn't really come out until like the seventies uh, was yeah. kind of a big deal because he's, he's taking charge. He's like not taking shit from anyone, including like the, all the other uh, leads and side characters who are all white. So it was in a sense, a little progressive and you can, there's probably like a little bit more, you know, you could probably make easily make like a case say on like how it's more of like a um, social commentary on oh, uh, American yep, society at that time. You one thousand percent can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can. Um. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's. <clears throat> sorry. Uh. So let's just kind of jump right into it. Uh. So Sam, what was your uh, first take uh, on on like the opening scene in the graveyard uh, in the graveyard setting with uh, Barbara the and first, her brother I'll be Jonathan. Honest, I was not clear on whether they were a couple or they were siblings. No, I I they were siblings. Okay, I was not I, clear at first. Later, as well. she specified brother, but in the beginning, I first I thought they were a couple, and I was I was watching this with my boyfriend, and he's like, "No, they're they're siblings." I'm like. I, and I realized the way he was, they were in a, they're in a graveyard, they're in a cemetery laying like flowers for, uh, their father. They're, and, uh, they're, they're then dead, there's some yeah. random guy kind of just like staggering towards them. And, uh, Barbara is kind of uncomfortable in a graveyard and Johnny's like, look, he's coming to get you kind of messing with her. And he was saying how, when he was a kid, <laughs> he's coming to get you barbara he... the, a classic line that has been used in so many versions of yeah. of so many different uh uh zombie movies oh including shot really? of the dead that doesn't surprise me but um yeah, yeah. they're coming <laughs> for you barbara 
based on how he was acting, I was realizing, oh, I don't think he's her husband. But I have no information. I thought like they were just laying flowers. I thought it was his dad. But like, or they're, you know, his family, but like she, his wife just went with him. I felt that was not clear. And I was just like, who, who are these people? Yeah. And then there's, it's a zombie staggering, which that's the thing is, that's the other thing is this movie, zombie obviously is not a term yet. It was just the undead, right? No. It, yeah. So the, yeah, they, 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 I believe they refer to them as undead, but I, they refer to them as ghouls a lot because, um, at the time, there was a movie that came out before this called White Zombie, because the term zombie was like uh, the my understanding the direct roots for the terminology of zombie and like kind of like the base origins was it was like a uh, like a Jamaican Haitian oh. like voodoo ritual where someone who was like on the verge of death or dead would be put in like this like hypnotic sleeper trance that would be compelled to do the commands of whoever put them in that trance. And uh, I, I believe there are some like real world uh, kind of like examples of like that kind of like Haitian, like Jamaican voodoo ritual. Um, I do not personally know. I'm not that well versed in, in <laughs> voodoo history. Um, but that was more or less like the base kind of root um history of zombies and then that term more or less got adopted later on into uh uh movies later on uh that that followed a similar okay. format for it would turn me like yeah like zombie is not a, a term yet and that was another thing this movie um i kind of said this a couple years ago when i guess i probably said it last year but I remember specifically saying it for what we talk about Black Christmas, where it's a movie filled with tropes. But the thing is, these are not tropes yet. That, that has like that's not a thing yet because at this point everything's original. Nothing's been overused. So I can't. You can't yeah. judge. It's funny because it's like you can't judge a movie. If nowadays, yes, you can totally judge a movie. It's like oh, that's so. That's such a cliche. It's just lazy. It's very predictable. Whereas it's it's here, very it's like, derivative. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I've seen movies, but it's 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 not a trope because <laughs> yeah, it's not a trope. It's like I've seen movies. <laughs> happened. It hasn't been overused yet, and so like okay, um, the zombie yeah. attacks. It which therefore I thought this was so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Like, uh, Johnny just kind of walks away. Like, he's <laughs> messing with Barbara. She just is kind of following. And she still thinks this is, and I guess other than the fact that he's just staggering, she might just think this is a weird guy. She doesn't really realize this is some guy who's, I mean, he's a zombie. And he basically attacks her. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. He, yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't look like rotting or anything. He's just like wearing like a, like a, like a kind of like a ratted, ratty suit a little bit. But, but for the most a, part, he just uh, looks like some, some guy. He's just like, he attacks her and then uh, Johnny gets gets involved and the zombie like pushes him and he dies so as much as we assume he dies because he falls he hits his head but the sound effect was yeah. which i mean it, yeah he it, hits his head on a tombstone seemed some of this <laughs> this move okay i'm getting ahead but the sound effect in that moment 
I'm all over the place. I am. <laughs> you're you're, you're like you're like overheating like, right now. Um, in this particular scene, the sound effect <laughs> oh my God. didn't it didn't sound like it he hit his head hard enough that I would believe that he would be dead like instantly. Do I think he would have been injured? Probably he hit his head on like some concrete. But like it didn't that happened a couple of times where the sound effect yeah. like a uh, a sound effect for a slap or a punch was just so like loud or just it didn't match either like, loud or not, quiet. like I know what it was happening obviously but it sounded so odd and then there were I talked about this last year about um Dracula something that I didn't like at all was there was no and I guess it kind of fit with the movie but there was no music there was no score and there were sound effects there was just no score and for me and the whole music is obviously very crucial what part yeah. i personally i love score music and i love good score music especially but when there's none the job of score music is to tell the audience how to feel like yes you have the information on screen but i feel like dracula is a perfect yeah, I... example of i should be concerned or scared or worried and i'm not because I don't know how I'm supposed to feel because there's no music and it felt kind of empty to me. Whereas this. Yeah. I I feel like the, I feel like the only times that they actually use music was in the very beginning when they're, when the opening credits are happening, when she's running from the zombie after it kills her brother to the farmhouse. And then uh, the rest, it's pretty much just like random, like musical, not musical, but like random, like stings and uh, uh, like random, like, sound clips that you would hear from like um yeah like you know like a cheesy horror movie just like uh like like a like yes. jump scare kind of sounds like she found like the body yeah. at the top of the stairs and it's like duh like it's like she's freaking out just weird like kind of not really goofy but like kind but of this, hokey yeah. sound effects oh i agree and then times. like the but the music they were having so much fun with the music it was so overly dramatic too and and there was a scene where, um, so, oh, yeah. yeah, Barbara is running away from the zombie and she finds this house and yeah, she finds like the dead body upstairs and it's pretty, uh, I will say. It's pretty yeah, gruesome like, for, for a movie yeah, especially like this. Like some of the, like the zombies, they actually look pretty good. Like I'm assuming it's practical. Yeah, it's practical, but like it looks, still looks pretty like yeah. good. And they feel like some of them. They had more fun. They, you know, uh, they made them appear a little bit more like savagey or like, you know, rabid, whatever is the correct term. But like where some looked a little more like, yeah, they just probably I guess they're more fresher zombies. They haven't like, yeah, they've turned, but they haven't really like done anything yet. Yeah, they haven't Um, haven't, like rotted away. You know, like some, you know, they they spaced it out like the makeup and like all that stuff was like great. But um. But anyway, yeah, so, like, that's where she sees the body upstairs. Yeah, it was pretty grotesque and, like, messed up. And, uh... Yeah. Well, it also... It's also kind of fun kind of seeing how, like, Barbara kind of, like, reacts to this. Because she goes into, like, complete shock for, like, half the movie. From, like, like seeing her, like, brother being killed. Seeing, like, like being attacked, like, a couple times in the farmhouse. Seeing the body at the top of the stairs. Like, she, she becomes, like borderline catatonic and is like pretty much completely oh useless gosh. for the rest the of the movie. Time, the whole fucking Excuse time me. we're like do something. <laughs> but I 
I was even wondering, I was like, is she gonna turn or is she like a zombie? She's just like, I will, we will say these zombies, like, obviously one is very easy to outrun or to kill. And yeah, multiple is kind of scary. Yeah. But, but. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of like the, that, yeah, I mean, that's right. kind of like the whole point of, of zombie movies is that it's, it's, they kind of like operate on like right. a mob mentality. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of like a like a like a reverse like monster movie like uh how and like the old like universal like monster movies the way the monster was usually killed was there was an angry mob that teamed up to fight the monster and now several a uh, couple decades later we have this where a mob of monsters teams up and kills the humans yeah and yeah <laughs> but um the scene in particular where um <laughs> but like it was pretty clear like there was like a scene where uh so like when we meet ben he drives up in his car and there's no like the, the big thing is that they have a truck they have a car but they don't have gas and there's a pump at the house and the yeah. uh the zombies break the lights on the car because they don't like they realize they don't like lights and we found a point when they're like they hate fire if they're it's like yeah, a lot of people don't like fire. Like that's not. I mean, yes, I get that. That is a that is a tool you should use, <laughs> utilize it. But like, we're like, yeah, <laughs> but they're like realize. Oh, these aren't like they're they're not completely like stupid and moronic. They're like they have somewhat of they have some intelligence at least. Yeah, which, which I feel like is is really interesting. How this is like 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 I said, this is like one of like the first main like mainstream zombie movies and yet they started with like a pretty high level degree of intelligence like they're stumbling at like a fast pace or at least the the first guy was and they're using tools they're they're problem solving like one of them like takes like the used torch and uses it as a club to like mm-hmm. try to bash the door down so like they have some form of like problem solving skills and it's just kind of funny how it's kind of like slingshotted back and forth uh between the various like zombie movies and franchises to, from them being like dumber than a pile of rocks to being like so smart so intelligent and so fast that like they basically become like uber zombies and like they're like yeah basically unkillable. And the scene yeah <laughs> but the um kind of going back to when we were talking about um like barbara and <sighs> her shock when when we meet ben he who is the he's like yeah he's the the i would he is because i i thought it was gonna be i thought it was barbara and then she stops doing anything she stopped I, I would, you know i mean you could argue either and, way um see that's the thing is like i would be yes in shock but also it's like okay you're in kind of survival mode and then once she sees ben i was i feel like if anything and he's even like, I know you're scared. He's like trying to like not lose his shit because he's getting so frustrated with her. And he's like, I know you're scared. I am too. But and it's like, <laughs> but like, it's like we need oh to work God. together. He's trying so hard to be patient with her. And yeah, she was just I can't. But I feel like she's in such shock. Fine, but I feel like the second you see, oh, there's another person. I feel like I would be a, a tiny bit less scared because it's like, okay, at least I'm not alone, you know? And so she just like went into shock yeah. and we were laughing because he told her to go, he's trying to board up the house so they can't get in. <laughs> and she's. Yeah. 
Yes. Which I feel like that's a reasonable thing to do is is yes. like, barricade the house in some manner. Like that seems like like Ben I feel like he is the overwhelming voice of reason for like the entirety of the movie. Like everything he says like no, that seems like a very straightforward thing to do. We need to protect ourselves. We need to defend the house, and then we have like, uh, uh, like later on we discovered that like in the house in the in the in the cellar, there's uh, a a young couple, and then this married couple and their kid, and the married couple, the husband, uh, Mr. Cooper, oh. is just such an asshole. Like I was like, oh, I'm right. We we need to go into the cellar. Like we need to board up the cellar. They can't get in. And it's like you just said they could. They flipped your car. What makes you think they won't be able to get into the house and break down this door? Like, well, they won't know we're in here, but what if they do? We won't it be able to run. Su- like, just became, well, shut up, I'm right. <laughs> it became, I agree like, that such, Ben was such like an the asshole. voice of, I actually forgot his name until like the credits showed up because I feel like they didn't, other than Mr. Cooper and then Tom, Judy. Like it felt like everyone's names, everyone else's names were said a lot and Ben's was not said that much. Because uh, I feel like I wasn't, I kept forgetting what his, I didn't really know what his name was. But yeah, but yeah, Ben, I got, definitely agree he's the voice of reason. But Mr. Cooper's very much like, an, he is an asshole. And he's trying, it's just like a pissing contest. He's just like, yeah, like, no, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right. And it's like, and even his wife. It's like, I'm the man of the house. Is my house, my rules. It's like, this but is what your house. frustrated up. me was that like, okay, he's just being a dick. He just wants to be right. Blah, 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 whatever. But even his wife is like, are you shitting me? There's a radio up there. There's a TV. Like, there's means of communication. There's food. Like, and even Ben was like, okay, you know what? If you want to go back down to the cellar, fine. But no, you can't take the food. You can't take our supplies. You can't take our food. You can't take all you of can't, our shit. You yeah. guys can come up here. Or And if anything, it's just like, just keep the, you still have the basement. If it becomes, if it need be, you can go and hide in the basement. Like, it just yeah it's it like was a just last like a resort contest between the two of them but then at, towards the end of the movie they uh they have like well i won't like explain the whole thing yet but basically they have a plan trying to get gas in the car and the plan does not go does not go according to plan and yeah oh no, it, really it goes south and, real uh, fast actually it went was going pretty smoothly and then uh but anyway, we'll get there. But anyway, Mr. Cooper basically was in debate on yeah. whether he was going to let him back in. He does let him back in, and then they board the house back up, and then Ben just beats the shit out of him. And his wife doesn't seem... Like, the whole time, I feel like she's not been on his side. She just is, like, complaining, but she's going along with it because, like, you know, he's she, it's the 60s, and he's she's his wife. But, like... He's the she man. is like making it very clear, like, yeah. no, you're stupid. You're just trying to do this to be right. But even when Ben beats him up, she does not seem to care. And he keeps saying, like, we need the gun. We need the gun. And like, whatever. And she's like, can you fucking stop? But then, like, she has not been on his side for most of this, as she shouldn't be, because he's doing this just to be right. Even if he's like almost, yeah. almost putting his daughter yeah, at risk. Yeah, but I... almost. <laughs> like, yeah, which 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 that, that's uh, another aspect that we we didn't really mention is that they do they have a daughter who we later find is injured and we later find out that she was injured because one of the creatures quote unquote 
bit her on the arm or, or something and she is having like a fever and she's going like in and out of consciousness and she's too weak to walk so they would have to carry her and um and they hear over the radio and the television that there is a i think it was like a hospital or like a, a high school i don't i don't remember what kind of building it was but there, there was some like emergency relief shelter that had been established within Willard. a few miles of yeah. them that if they were able to get their car no, Willard, Willard, what, oh yeah Millard yeah um Willard yeah yeah uh, yeah nearby town that well within driving distance kind of out of out of the question for them to walk there especially if they need to carry this uh like this little girl uh with them um but it, it this is also really fun and it kind of goes into kind of like one of the more like classic like zombie movie tropes is you need to have like zombies. They are not so much an antagonist in their movies. They're more of like a force of nature that you can kind of uh, manage. You There's not really you can do to in, in most cases, there's not really a lot you can do to completely prevent it or or shut it out completely there's always going to be some element of exposure or infection or some kind of security risk in which someone's going to get bit or they're going to attack in in some capacity so in order to compensate that they need to include some human uh, like uh, basically a human antagonist and mr cooper fills that role perfectly of them all trying to like fit the role of the like leader and trying to come up with like the best possible solutions. And even if it's not the best solution, someone goes on a power trip, which Mr. Cooper definitely does. And it is, is a classic 100% trope mm-hmm. that is used in most zombie movies that I've seen of just like one or more people going on a complete power trip and just going full dictator on like oh these are my rules and if we abide by my rules everyone will survive and if we don't then everyone's going to die and it's like if i need to sacrifice a few people then uh for the greater good then so be it and and just so on and so forth and it it just becomes not really overused but it can be uh it can overstay its welcome Mm -hmm. if it's not done correctly if it's if they're just going on a power trip for no reason then yeah, that's that's gonna be some really shit writing, and that's gonna be a boring one-shot character that I'm not gonna remember. Um, but Mr. Cooper, he he comes from like a place of fear and also a fatherly need to protect his uh, his child who is injured. So it makes his kind of cowardice and like reluctance to help people outside of the cellar where they're all hiding. It makes that whole dynamic a little bit more easy to digest even though he is just an irredeemable yeah. piece of shit if, if we're but being when honest he, he has no redeeming qualities uh, he get what what happens he gets i remember he gets the gun and then somehow ben gets the gun again and shoots him he well he oh yeah ben he, just Right, just smacks and then the his shit wife him did not seem to care because, yeah. at all. And then she's being attacked, and Ben just fucking leaves her. I'm like, I'm what? Like, she's like, she she hasn't done anything to you. I just thought that was really bullshit. And it's like, it just seemed like Ben was the voice of reason, but then it became like 
he's just like, you know what? Fuck everybody because they're not list. It's like, I, I hated almost everybody in this movie. I have to be honest. I, the only people that I kind of liked, actually there's, there's the two only people in the house that I liked were, um, was it Tom and Judy? Tom was really likable. He was kind of trying Tom to be like Judy. a diffuser and a peacemaker yeah. between Ben and uh, Mr. Cooper. And he was ultimately yeah. like trying to make Mr. He's like, okay, like, yes, that makes sense. But Ben is making like, I, you know, but, and his wife he, was, he, just, he was like devil's advocate yes, between the two and, of them. And his wife, um, I thought it was his girlfriend. Okay, girl, girlfriend. The person yeah. he's with. Like, they... <laughs> Judy, the the woman. <laughs> well, ba- okay, this... Yeah, at one point... Yeah, I mean, this is clearly a 60s movie or just an older film because Mr. Uh, Cooper, at one point, they're like, we can't... How can we walk? Was just like, the, what? There's just the three of us. And what do we... We have to deal with a sick child and what, two women? And I'm like, what? Like, one of them is yeah. in shock and, like, isn't really moving. That's fair, but like, there's one completely the fine. Wife. The oh yeah, yeah, one's your wife, and then the other woman is completely there, and she's helping and doing things like, yeah. like fuck you, Mister Cooper. But um, <laughs> it's the sixties. Women, <laughs> women are are liabilities in survival situations, according to Mister Cooper. Pretty much, I was just like, yeah. but like, but the uh, so the. I mean, to be fair, Barbara was a liability. She was. Borderline catatonic. Barbara, I, I got, there's a part earlier in the movie when, uh, so when Ben and, uh, he, they're boarding up the house, Barbara's just there and he's trying to, he's like telling his story of how he, uh, like how he found the house and where he was when, you know, he started noticing all these creatures. And he was saying he just, what was it he saw? Like he just drove through, just plowed through them with his car. Yeah, he, he, he like plowed through a bunch of them because he was leaving a diner that uh, as he was leaving this like like oil, like tanker truck like plowed like almost like almost hit him plowed into the the diner and blew up and killed everybody. But he also noticed that not everyone in there was dead. And we're getting up and, you know, eating each other. And then that's when he noticed that he was surrounded. And it's like, oh, I need to get the hell out of here. And he just tried to, he plowed through them and messed up his truck and ran out of gas, basically. And that's how and he he's ended telling up here. this whole story. And one, I thought it was really funny because he's just saying he just plowed through them all with his car. And it made me think, I, I in my head, I could hear like the bowling pin effect of them like, you know, hitting each other in a, like, <laughs> like that sound effect. But also, um, it it reminded me the way the story was told. It kind of reminded me of like it was very, very. A lot of these older horror films are very methodical, and they are. Yes. And and it he's just going into great detail about what happened, and obviously. I part of me is like, see, I would have loved to have seen that, but obviously that's not really. It's not about what happened, how he got there. All that matters is that he's here. Yeah, and, and, and so it and makes also sense this, why we don't this movie see it. Was, and budget. This, <laughs> yeah, this, this movie and, also had a really small budget. Um, this, this movie yeah. had a budget of one hundred fourteen thousand dollars. And fun oh, fact: wow. this was one of, if not the most profitable independent movie ever made. So in in equivalent to today's like in in uh 
dollars for 2022, that would be the equivalent of $941,800, and it has grossed approximately $30 million uh, over 263 times its budget. Wait, what? It made a lot of money is what I'm saying. Oh my, yeah, oh my God. Uh, see, that's the thing is I realized I'm like, this was probably, I didn't, what I was basically trying, dancing around early and trying not to say because I wanted to get more into the movie. I obviously, like I said, I had a big issue with, I didn't like really any of these characters and because like it was very methodical and like, okay, them was very, we were talked about this, I remember for a long yeah. time, was very methodical, but it also made sense because there's something going on. No one really knows what it is. There's some scientists who are trying to figure it out and then they figure yeah. it out. Okay, and well, now well, how also, are we going to well, deal with this? Well, it also, that that also had like a very big like studio backing. It had Okay, that's a, fair, a, that's fair. Yeah, like that, that yeah, no, like it is a pro like, so, so kind of compare and contrast Night of the Living Dead and them. So one of them is like that has like a major studio backing it. They had, I believe, it was based off of a uh, uh, a story that was adapted into a screenplay by the original author. So they had a full writing staff on that. This pretty much it was written and directed by the same guy, uh, George Romero. And there was also another uh, writer, uh, John Russo, and it, it just a really small cast, like like the eight people that we see, like like the seven or eight people that we see in the house, and then like a few like reporters and scientists and like sheriffs that we see in like the TV broadcasts uh, in the middle of the movie and at like the very end of the movie when they the cops are forming that like like zombie lynch squad, basically. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, we gotta hold off on that because that. Yeah, yeah. See, I will. I, I will say that yeah. was up until the very, very end. That character, those characters were the most. I was like, this is be such a fun movie. There's literally a a gang of that's just roaming around looking for zombies, and just to and killing them. Like, I would love to see a movie that sounds, like that. Honestly, but basically, yeah, this film focused a lot on. Um, Okay, so I, I'm glad that actually you mentioned, you brought up that, okay, yes, this didn't have a huge budget, fine. And yeah. them had a much bigger budget. But I was thinking about how, like, yeah, that was very methodical. I loved them. And I every time I drive over the bridge and see the L.A. River, which is, like, just, you know, a little trickle <laughs> of water, I just think of them all the time. But, um... It's like, hide your sugar, and them will get you. But, uh... That, the, the, I viewed, that made sense to me also why it was so methodical because there were like scientists and like people trying to figure out and military, you know, people trying to figure out what's going on, what's, what's the next course of action. Whereas in this, we were getting a lot of like, you know, like, okay, they're listening to the radio and we were laughing because they just kept repeating. They're like, they appear to be eating the flesh of, of humans. We repeat. They appear to be eating the flesh of humans. They talk, say another sentence, then they are eating the flesh. I'm like, yep, we know <laughs> you've said it like three times already. They yeah. were saying a lot. It made me think of that meme of uh, me writing an essay at three in the morning, and it's the, oh, the poison, <laughs> the poison chosen like, Seth Lee for Cusco, the poison chosen to Cusco. Yeah, when, when, when you need to hit a, 
when you need to hit a specific word limit, but you ran yeah. out of things to and say. It was. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it 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 was yeah, like the the news broadcast, like the radio and the TV broadcast, were both repeating the same stuff, and then just they they would repeat the same things over and over and over again, and then they would just have an explosion of exposition where they were saying like 12 different things at the same time. It's like, oh yeah, it was the, the Venus satellite had a, a bunch of radiation. We got to watch out. We got to shoot them in that. Like they just bombarded us with like 10 minutes of just uh, interviews and news footage of them talking to like, oh, here we are live with a uh, uh, fellow NASA scientist and uh, Brigadier General Collins uh, leading the, uh, presidential uh, emergency meeting that uh, just ended and having an interview with them and then having an interview with uh, the, the sheriff and his his hit, hit squad, his zombie hit squad, and just going from jump cut to, not jump cut to jump cut, but transition to transition of all these interviews and, and theories being thrown out of like, what is the source of these things? What are they doing? How do we deal with them? Where do we go? It was just it became so much for such a very slow-paced movie. This is a it is slow an hour and a movie. half, and, and it feel, like, felt so much longer. We, I stopped to see how much longer yeah. was left, and it was like thirty minutes. I'm like, okay, and then we bailed. I yeah, no, like it, like the we, last thirty minutes yeah. is like yeah, like the last thirty minutes we is when like everything happened. It was like it was like ten, and we were like, oh, we were just so we finished it this morning. But I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> seventeen minutes, and we were like, we can't, we had to stop. But like, but it was just yeah, it was so slow, and we were just yeah, getting a lot of like reports and like interviews and the I was it reminded me the way the story was told it reminded me of a book that uh, it reminded me of like an English class like lit book or something like something the because because okay the way um the way we were getting information and the fact that it was so methodical and focusing on these characters and less about what is actually happening whereas i mean okay it's focusing trying to focus on what's happening but we're getting that information through like news like news uh newscasters and stuff like that as well as um i also just maybe it's because i kept zoning out but the radiation stuff went right over my head so i think like i heard it but then I was like, yeah. wait, so they're just, I didn't understand. I'm like, is it in the air? It's like, oh yeah, it's the radiation. I didn't, I completely missed that just because like, it, it made me think of a book that I would have read in high school where I'm getting the information, but it's not really sinking in because when, when there's too much explanation and too much detail, my brain just kind of checks out. And it's different because it's a movie. Part of it's like, because I'm really visual, but when it's a movie, I just check out where if it's a book, it's because I can't, my brain, I'm really visual and it struggles to visualize it. But when there's not enough detail, I, yeah, when there's like a little bit less detail, I have a much easier time picturing it. But when there's no detail, I'm like, what am I, am I missing something? And so here it was just the way the story I'm getting, the way I was uh, receiving and perceiving the information was as it, I was like, I felt like I was like a teenager in high school where I'm like, I'm not understanding this just because my brain just doesn't understand how to absorb this information. That's just you know, me. And, yeah. 
and, and that's fair because also in that scene, they're just bombarding us with so many things that it's like it 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 was like they were speculating, they were theorizing, like nothing. They they never really fully confirmed what the source of all no. the zombies were, like why this is happening. And they just kept spewing like multiple different theories, which at the same time is like it it, it was both really like in like kind of annoying as a viewer but also makes complete sense in like a realistic scenario not everyone's going to know the answers right out of the gate especially in the time like in the middle of a crisis where they were saying i think they were saying like a third of the country like the eastern seaboard was be- basically being besieged by the right. undead and this actually i want to um i'm curious um, about your thoughts kevin so i we but we both kind of like yeah. we both like monster movies and i something when it comes to the monster movie for me it's just i want just pure fun i want the action like but obviously like for example like Jurassic Park or like Jaws it's like a good story it's characters that i like this i didn't really feel had any any of that for me at least and but also now, I would say, I want to say nowadays, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong and maybe it's just this movie. Would you say, okay, nowadays I feel like they go overboard and trying to, because when it comes to a monster movie, I feel like the, the thing people really want to see are the monsters and less the people. And this movie was more the people. Yeah. And, and yeah, okay, um, a lot of that can yet yeah, stem from the lack, you know, the smaller budget, all of that stuff. But yeah and yeah because some some of the makeup that the the zombies had was like it like kind of like peeling like like very kind of like party <laughs> yeah. city like latex kind of kind of looking makeup um which isn't bad like it, it looked fine it was it was passable for the time and it still looks good now yeah. um but you you kind of just want like my general opinion on like how this movie kind of yeah, pans just, out I about just, monster movies or, I, or I just kind of just in general is like are there okay this again like was it 1968 at this stage do you think so again this is the case for any movie obviously any genre and any movie if you care about what i was dancing around before if you like the story and you like the character obviously <laughs> if you like story and the characters and you you care about whether they survive i didn't care because i wasn't into it i wasn't really into this movie i was trying to like yeah, and so I guess yeah, no, what that's I'm fair. curious about is be compared to monster movies, and so like for example, Jurassic Park. I care about those characters. I want them to get out, and and it's, you know, like I want them to make it out. Yeah. So, and I know that's like a completely different genre, you know, whatever. But like, I mean, you can argue that Jurassic Park is a horror movie. Yeah, right. But I mean, more like a monster movie specifically. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I guess that movie has like, you know, we see enough of the monsters as well as the people and I care about it, the people. Yeah, it's it's a healthy balance. Yes, and this movie was more the people. And so I'm more curious, do you think this is like you've seen more of like more horror and monster movies than I have. So I guess my question is like in this movie, yes, there's more people, less monsters. And is that because at this point they thought that that's what an audience 
would care about more is the people, which is a fair assumption, or is that just this movie, they focus more on the people because obviously the lack of, you know, the lack, aside from the lack of budget or something, whatever. I feel I feel like that's a little bit of column A, column B. Okay. That it is this is this movie is definitely a a human driven story, and I feel like they they had to focus more on the people because the monsters were people. They didn't have mm-hmm. like crazy, grotesque, otherworldly features. They were just people. So so, and this is like the first zombie movie, so people weren't going to be like super blown away by like oh oh no, it's an old guy in a business suit stumbling towards them slowly. Like it's not right. It, it doesn't have the shock value that, you know, Dracula or Frankenstein has it. It's, it's just a, an old dead person. Mm-hmm. This, so the only times like they would have more scenes of, like shock value would be like, you know, the, the body on the top of the stairs or when the zombies are eating uh, uh, Tom and Judy after the, the car blows up spoiler for this, <laughs> this super old movie um but yeah no like it, it seems like that that showcase just how uh gruesome this movie was at the time like this was the 60s so like they had like full on like censorship and stuff like that this movie kind of pushed the envelope on like what was kind of allowed at that time like because like i said this movie had like nudity like there was a there was a zombie woman that was like walking around like you could see her her butt yeah her, i her saw boots, that i'm like but just like like nudity. yeah it's like yeah like like you gotta admit like for like 1968 that is like holy shit you mm-hmm. can show that like it, it was kind of kind of unheard of and you see them like eating like the flesh line like that's actual meat like i, I remember it's in like, like a, a turkey um, leg from disneyland like that's like, kind of what one of them looked like. I no, like, I don't oh, think they okay. used turkey. I think they used it was pork. Uh, they used uncooked sausage links from the oh, intestines. Okay, that makes sense. And also and uh, like they use they use a bunch of like meat products. And I think for like blood, they used like barbecue sauce for because it was black <laughs> and white. So like that was like more of a uh, darker texture for for the blood on their hands and on the meat so they're literally just eating like barbecue barbecue like raw barbecued meat and just like spitting it out before they're actually ingesting it so they're actually like eating this meat so that that really was kind of both revolutionary and also super gross at the same time because these extras are just chewing on raw meat for the sake of a movie which I I love that kind of dedication for something like yeah. this. Like like that's that's no. that's something that you don't see nowadays. It's just like it's all like it's either CGI or like they're actually eating like uh like you know something more digestible <laughs> like like an actual like uh like, yeah. like jerky or something. I, I gotta say the um, first time we I think we saw blood but, in the movie for a second I was like is this blood just because I duh it's blood but because it was black and white it looked like ink. And also, it just looked so thick that it didn't look like blood to me. It looked like it was just like liquid ink. Let me guess, yeah. liquid. But so, so yeah, there, 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 there is a version that you can see this in color. I watched the original black yeah. and white version. I was tempted to watch it in in color again, but uh, it's like no, I've seen it enough, enough. So like, I kind of have like a general idea. And part of me also kind of wanted to kind of briefly compare and contrast the. 90s version of this movie because they did a remake of the 90 uh of this movie in the Still 90s set in the 60s that, or just uh i believe 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it's. I believe it's. I haven't seen it in so long, but I believe it is a like a full remake of this uh, movie taking place in the '60s, and the special effects were done by legendary uh, special effects artist Tom Savini, who does like special effects from like you know Evil Dead, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, like all these like crazy okay. creature That's effects. Cool. Um and. Yeah, no, it, it, like I'll I'll definitely have to like rewatch that and probably like kind of give like my two like kind of like a little brief summary in like the next episode, which <laughs> zombie theme, so yay. Yeah. Um, but but kind of but kind of going back to your question, um, I I feel like this movie had to focus more on the people because it's zombies. They don't have that, you know, markability like wow recognizable factor yet. So it it had to be more of a character kind of driven story and i know you didn't like the characters but i felt like they were portrayed in a very realistic light that yeah not everyone's going to agree people are going to have very conflicted emotions on what's going on because they're scared they're scared out of their mind they don't know what's going on and even when they are getting the news reports they're getting blasted with all that information at the same time that all they're hearing is danger these things are going to eat you get somewhere safe and you know people are going to interpret that in different ways which makes it uh everyone's reaction from like ben mr cooper tom to have kind of like uh uh everyone's going to have a different reaction the one like ben is going to be more you know aggressive trying to uh like go on the offensive get to the truck do all that tom's a bit hesitant he's still scared out of his mind but he's willing to do what needs to be done to survive. And Mr. Cooper is like on the complete opposite spectrum of Ben of I'm going to uh, basically go full turtle and hide in the cellar until this whole thing blows over. Uh, so, so it was kind of cool seeing that kind of like natural progression and spectrum of like, like going to like full offensive, kind of scared and timid, but kind of willing to get my hands dirty if it means staying alive and full coward it, it, it was I, just really I cool kind believe, of seeing that. yeah and i i don't want to get into our like final judgment just yet but i can yes i can buy that the people the people yeah. were um shown in a realistic way of of their, their behavior i can totally buy that um i think it just it was it was just very, it was because, I don't know, main part, it was like almost too human driven for me. And like, yeah, like I, I love monster movies. I want to like the characters. I've seen like, you know, like, okay, like, uh, like the Meg, for example, like the characters aren't like amazing, but I care enough about them. I like them just enough that I want them to survive. Odd movie to choose yeah, okay. for this. Or but like, I'll, even okay. like, like Lake Placid is like a, <laughs> not the best movie either but that's another oh yeah. it's overly ridiculous but like i again the characters are interesting and entertaining to me en- enough that i again i want them to survive i don't want them to die whereas this i was yeah. just it because and i and i can accept yeah it was just lack of budget la- you know various reasons why it was more focused on the people and again even the yeah like that's also just like an interesting like it just totally reminded me of like a book that I would have had to have read sophomore year of like, there's something, there's something going on and people are just huddled together. Like, and you know, and yeah. 
but we got to jump to the ending because basically they get over, you know, uh, so the plan go, the plan falls. They, yeah. They get overrun. The, the yeah. plan does not work out. Uh, Tom, well, Tom's wife, Judy, or girlfriend didn't want Tom to go by himself to, so it was going to be, Ben was going to basically be holding a fire to keep the zombies back while Tom, uh, filled up the car with gas and Judy didn't want him to go out there by himself. So she went with him and if she hadn't gone and then she, the car caught on fire from the gas and her jacket apparently was caught or something in the car. And then it was, they barely, so, and they didn't get out in time and the car blew up. And I was like, no, they're yeah. the only people I liked. And then, um, uh, Ben's like fighting <laughs> off zombies. And then Mr. Cooper's hesitant on whether he's going to let him back in or not. And then, uh, you know, Ben beats, Yes. Which leads to the scuffle of like uh, Ben shooting Mr. Cooper and Barbara finally well, that's snaps happening. out of it. Uh, Mrs. Cooper. Yeah, uh, and and Miss and then while well, all that's happening, Mrs. Cooper is in the basement caring for their child, who snaps out of her un- unconscious state and goes full zombie and attacks Mrs. Cooper with a um a like a gardening yeah. shovel and stabs her to death. And uh, which was. Um, which again, I really like that the zombies are using tools. Like that's something that you you I will, rarely okay, see yes. in zombie so movies. I can uh, yeah, and that was that I agree. That's that's interesting. Like we were said, these zombies are not morons. They like they still have like enough like they know this is, can be used as a weapon. But I will say, so everyone is now gone. Everyone died, um, and. Uh, well, she well except Barbara for Barbara and, and and Ben. Barbara, well, yeah, Barbara. Barbara, it, like, finally snaps out of her shock state, only to be attacked by the reanimated corpse of her brother and pulled out of the house into the horde, where she is then brutally eaten alive. And then Which Ben has to hilarious. retreat into the cellar after kicking the the little baby. That yeah, she he just like eats the child out of the way and then barricades himself in the cellar. And um, waits there until morning until he hears a bunch of gunshots. And we cut to outside of the house and the sheriff that we see in the uh, in the earlier broadcasts earlier in the movie, him and his like uh, like you know uh, malicious squad of uh, zombie hunters are just going kind of around the neighborhood door to door, just blasting zombies, putting them in a bonfire, and, and torching the bodies. And it's like, oh, Ben survived. He's safe. And he gets out of the house. He's got his gun. He's heading towards the window, Person. and the sheriff just sees, uh, like uh, the sheriff and like yeah, the sheriff and like one of the other guys like just sees a body moving in the house, and they just assume it's a zombie, and they shoot it. And, and they shoot at him ugh. and kill Ben. So so everyone that we've and known in the movie probably, dies. I was like, what the fuck? This was obviously an issue. I I, t- I had a lot, took a lot of issue with this for several reasons. One because um. It, I was like, when he died, I was like, wait, what am I supposed to take away from this? Is this supposed to be, like, a lesson? Is this supposed to be, like, that Twilight Zone episode? Did you ever see that? I watched an English class in, like, middle school. It was, like, a town is all, like, tearing each other apart because of, they're afraid of aliens or something. And that's Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. I can't I, remember. I, I, how, I, yeah. I, I remember your, the, yeah, the whole power goes out on the block. Yes. And random houses get power and they're all like oh how come you have power it's like well what do you have in your basement that's a private project it's like oh you're a russian spot yeah they, they all turn on each other because of 
Cold War paranoia and whatnot. And so at first I was wondering, is it something like that where there's like a lesson in all of it? And I'm like, but what's the lesson? And then I was just like, okay, is this just, it also is like, there a race factor here because they just like, oh, he's a, which again, you were saying he's a black man in a horror movie and he's the leading, he's leading, which is very progressive for the 60s. Yeah. And then I, and then he just, it basically, it seemed like the way I took this was like, aside from the race thing from the race factor i took this as they wanted intentionally the 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 screenwriters wanted everybody to die and then they ultimately realized they they created ben when ben's instincts ben's decisions would not let him would not have caused him to die and so they needed him they needed him to die and so they ended it with him getting shot just because they didn't know how else for him so 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 your logic for for Ben's untimely death is that the writers wrote themselves into a hole because they made Ben too smart maybe that's almost how it came off okay. to me and that okay no no that, no that's an interesting that, theory I, really? I, 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 I I like okay that. it just it bothered me because it was like he didn't need to die and I felt like it seemed like if they if they all died fine but he every decision he made it got him that far it got him through the night the cavalry is now here and so they just just and um, and that was so when you brought up the fact that these zombies are using weapons I was like thinking okay as in the moment when I was watching it I'm like have they once seen any of these of uh like creatures carrying a gun like maybe yeah like a shovel or i mean for all we know i mean for all we know they they could have like there's only the one gun that they have in the farmhouse so for all i know that the the roving band of of sheriff and his boys um they they very could have easily seen a zombie holding a gun so maybe their fears were somewhat justified for shooting ben because he was carrying a gun i mean and possibly like i guess there's a lot of there's so many ways yeah. to dissect the ending but i the way it came yeah. off to me was like like i do i think that ben if ben was played by a white man that that would have happened possibly possibly i say that like yeah. but so yeah no it it, it does kind of throw like an interesting like contrast on like 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 it's like an old like lynch mob or something because they're shooting him because he is black um and it's done by like a sheriff and his and his boys and they you know take in like we see in like in like the like as the credits are rolling like random like stills and stuff and like pictures of um them taking the bodies out in meat hooks and then throwing them on a in a on a basically like a bonfire i'm like do they um, not know are they never like, going I, I, to I, know and that is he and that's it's and that no. kind of like wouldn't they be able to i guess okay i guess we like we said earlier like okay there's somewhat of a difference between someone who has just turned versus someone who's clearly been like a zombie for maybe a couple hours to a couple of days based on their appearance so for yeah and and this is still really like this is within yeah. the first day of all. They don't this know anything happening. at this point. So yeah. they're not going to know this. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're going in blind. Yeah, they're going in completely blind based off of the information that they're 
just uh, casually observing while they're they're uh, kind of clearing out the uh, the local area. So it it does make sense that they are going to be a bit trigger happy because they're they're like oh we need to make this place safe no stone unturned we got to check every house every barn shed outhouse they got to go full clean sweep and yeah it makes sense i mean yeah it's a, it's a huge kind of bummer for like an audience member but it does add something that i really like with horror movies and i feel like very few do it and very few do it well which is having like a shock value ending having the entirety of your cast being killed off by the end of the movie definitely constitutes that. I feel like this is done in a very creative way of Ben being killed by essentially friendly fire at the very end of the movie after all the shit he goes through. That is a good shock value ending. And that is something worth talking about. And that's, I feel like that was what they were going for was we need to have a, an ending that people are going to remember having the protagonist making all these smart decisions that you're essentially rooting for the entire movie because everything he's doing seems to be the smartest and best decision possible die at the very end through no fault of his own that is a heartbreaking ending that you are going to remember you're probably right it just it just bothered me for se- for several reasons <laughs> and I, the biggest was cuz yeah yeah and it's going to bother you so much but you're going to remember that ending and therefore remember this yeah, movie. Yeah, it was, it was, there's, like, there are many layers on why I had issues with this ending, and one, like you said, was... was yeah, and that's just, totally because, justified. Yeah, there was no reason for him to die, but if it was just simply a shock thing, I mean, I guess, okay, but then it obviously, then it just raises the question of, like, was it simply just a shock for shock value, or was there also, like, a race factor? in it because we don't know where they are they just say this region of the country and so yeah there is yeah like yeah they said somewhere on the east coast so yeah for all we know they could be like in like i don't know florida for all um, i know it, it was i can't decide if i find this movie real or not i think a lot of the I think some of the, I agree with you. I think you kind of convinced me. I think some of their behavior, everyone's behavior, I found was kind of, was plausible. If anything. So, so, so before my kind of like convincing, were you on the fence? Like, were you more in the camp of like, this is like totally um, unbelievable. I don't know. Necessarily if I say unbelievable, it was fully unbelievable. It was more that like, people were making decisions that I wouldn't do. Like, okay, that I, I, I say, I mean, I don't know, I say, but I haven't, you know, if I'm in this situation, I guess who would know, which I guess is also kind of another point to consider. But like, um, for example, like Judy, if Judy yeah. hadn't gone out with Ben and uh, Tom, Tom would have definitely survived. Tom. They prob- They both would have probably lasted longer. Because she, he stayed in the car because she was stuck. And I thought, I will say this scene, we were like, what? Because the car was on fire, but then like, yeah. it, and then suddenly it exploded. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's on fire, but I feel like it should be more on fire for it to suddenly explode. But that's just my, I don't, I'm not a fire expert. <laughs> well, well, because it, it right. was, it was on, like the gas tank was on fire. Okay, and it was going right. into the it was gas the tank. That's why I blew fire, up. So I thought if, okay, I guess, okay. But, um, 
there was that as well yeah. as um Barbara was in survival mode and then the second she met uh, then the second she saw Ben she was just in shock and I just was like so I I couldn't the sh- her her shock I just found like I I don't know if how I don't want to say that's un like, unbelievable or because I haven't experienced anything like that but I also feel like I feel like in this situation I would be okay yeah I'd be freaked out but I think also like the second I see another person I'd be like okay like I would get my bearings and calm calm a little bit down there's literally I thought this part was I did think was funny was when um Ben shared his story about how he found the house and how where he was. We kind of talked about it earlier. And then Barbara starts talking about hers and she gets hysterical. And then he was yeah. like, you need to calm down and freak until like Kelly to shut up pretty much. And it's just like, I'm like, you know what? She listened to your story. Like, you know, and it was like, she was giving like a dramatic, like, <laughs> if she, like she was doing a dramatic reading of a monologue. Like it was just so over the top. And then he slapped her to get her like, or she slapped She's like, we gotta go back yeah, for Johnny. Then, we gotta go back for Johnny. Yeah. And then he uh slapped her, and then she or she slapped him, and then he slapped her, and like I guess she either fainted or it just like pushed over the edge with yeah. shock. Like I don't know. I maybe. And so I was wondering the whole movie. I think it was based a little on bit of both. She was behaving. She was just super quiet. She wasn't really responding. She kind of freaked out a little bit when uh Miss Mr. Cooper's wife was like lighting a cigarette and she seemed to freak out at the fire. So I'm like, is she turning into like a zombie or something? And I was like, she better be, or her behavior is unacceptable, but no, she wasn't a zombie. And she didn't start to bring it to action until the last like five <laughs> seconds of the movie. No, she was, she was just. By Johnny. Cause yeah. Zombie. And then it, she it, died. It, just, uh, it was a movie where I, um... I, I can agree that, a lot of the behavior I think while I think some of it was a little extreme I do find there is some truth to the way that everyone was taking action um there were certain actions that I'm like I wouldn't do this so part of me thinks like you know I find it unbelievable but really it's just I wouldn't I don't think I would do that but um yeah yeah but I mean that—that's the thing right. with like a crisis is that you don't really know how you're going to act unless you're in it. So, so yeah, we can spe- like I can speculate how I'm going to react in the event of a tornado, but I'm not going to know how I'm going to react until a tornado happens. For all I know, I'm going to completely freak out and and just be uh, uh, completely like hiding under my desk. Like I I don't know how I would react in in a crisis like that, and especially something like completely unique to that world of like hey the dead showed up and i just saw my brother die like i don't know how i react to to seeing like a family member getting their head bashed on a tombstone by a zombie like that that is just so such a wild thing that and for 1968 where nothing like that has ever happened yeah i would probably freak out too if i had never seen anything like that i feel like we react we would react differently because we're used to zombies and zombie movies so that, yeah, we're not going to be in shot from seeing a zombie most likely, but for someone in the 60s That's who's never seen anything point. like that, um, yeah, that would so yeah, it's just, scare uh, them yeah, shitless. I agree. Because we're familiar with zombies, it is harder to, to decide how I would how I would behave. But, so I guess I do think that there are uh, yeah. there are realistic uh, elements 
in this. And I do think like, you know, the, like the newscastings and the interviews and trying to like decipher like, okay, this is the, as far as we know, this is what we know right now. And here are various like spots where you can get to safety and, you know, get supplies, whatever. I do think a lot of it, uh, that I actually found, I found pretty realistic. It was just, it wasn't as, um, I will say for a zombie, I, again, I don't think I've actually ever seen a zombie movie. I saw the last maybe 10 minutes of warm bodies and that's about it. <laughs> but I don't really know if I get that, but, uh, I mean, they're zombies, but yeah, I don't, no, know. I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We'll we'll get into z- various zombie subcategories later. Uh, like I, I feel like we kind of briefly okay, touched on that. Your, uh, in the beginning. So you think it's realistic? Um, you think it's believable? I, I, I feel like this movie is one hundred percent believable yeah. and realistic with how it was portrayed. Because yeah, every everyone's flawed. We're, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't know how I would react in a situation like this, especially if I had never heard of a situation like that. Like people in the sixties would have or wouldn't have. Um, it it makes sense that there would be kind of that like random, uh, not really random, but that kind of huge burst of exposition with like the newscasters, like because naturally in the crisis, they are going to want to pump out as much credible information as soon as they get it as fast as possible to the public. Because as soon as they get that information out, the more lives they could potentially save. So it makes sense that they are constantly bombarding us with like all these theories and speculations. So it, it did mm-hmm. seem a bit much in the time. But if you're looking at it through the lens of I'm sitting in that living room in that crisis with them, that makes sense. And that is vital information that I feel like I would need to have at that very moment in order to ensure my survival for not just that immediate time, but for the rest of that night. Because uh, we see it like earlier, like Ben shoots a zombie like a couple of times in like the arm and the chest. It's not going down. He finally shoots in the head. And like they're kind of learning as they're going, but they finally get like full on like scientific confirmation through like the the news broadcast of like, oh, like uh, uh, shooting them in the head or breaking the skull will will hurt them. And uh, they, they avoid fire. And it's like this is stuff that we know, but it, it's nice to know that it is being confirmed yeah. through a and credible did, source, it, if that also, makes sense. Like, I'm um, saying like how would I react? So, and so, like, I'm, it's making me think like you know, what like two years ago when we all went into quarantine and went into lockdown, and literally just the news, everything, everything was obviously was about COVID. And even like, do you remember like there was a thing like okay when you go to the grocery store, leave yeah. some of your uh, you know like like canned goods or like non-perishable items just out in the garage for a few days. Just in case, like, cause we didn't, they didn't know at this point, like they didn't have that much information. And so it's like kind of looking back, some of it was stupid, but like, we didn't know. And it was like, Oh yeah. And, and my sister, yeah, Oh yeah. And said, everyone, panic, uh, and everyone well, panic buying my, my all the toilet sister, paper. I, guess, uh, I think noticed that at the store, like everyone was like the soap was gone, but no one was buying the, uh, like the, 
the re like the the full like the refill soap, which is much bigger. They were just buying the little like tiny pop ones, and they weren't buying the like oh. giant jump. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think my sister saw that happening. It's like that's so fucking stupid. But like yeah, like everyone had there was, you know, with little information, they're just we're gonna just do whatever we're being told to do by like you know cdc news or you know whatever and so i can i can yeah yeah which yeah which makes sense because yeah looking at that through like post-covid like quarantine lenses movies like night of living dead where you're you have so many questions it, it makes watching movies like that I feel like I have like more of an appreciation for movies like that because yeah, I was in like a basically like a viral pandemic that I don't know what was going to happen. And like, like, like everyone else in the country, we didn't know what was going to happen. And if this was going to get progressively worse, mm-hmm. like if this was going to be like the next, like, like the black plague or, or something like that. And if it was going to be like, like instantly lethal, like people were panicking and, and it makes it, that much more like and i remember people con- uh, uh comparing and contrasting this to like yeah. a zombie pandemic and yeah the parallels are 100 percent there so seeing like scenes like that where they're all like hovering and just absorbing as much information from those broadcasts as possible it, it makes looking at through like uh like i see that in a new light and it's like yeah no this is this is exactly how i react i would take all this information to heart uh, without even like questioning if it make, makes any sense. But I mean, they had some context going into that. Like, you know, they shot a zombie in the head. They, they had fire. So it made sense that they had some kind of personal experience to believe what was being told to them. But yeah, I, I would 100% say that this movie is, is very much real and how it is portrayed. Yeah, okay. So yes, this movie is it. real. Like, you've kind of convinced me. I still don't really like these people and i don't really have any <laughs> some like i don't know it was like i don't I've, i compare like because we we tend to start with like the oldest film first and so like nosferatu i just was not into at all i was trying really hard to be like wow yeah. this is incredible this is the oldest piece of cinema i have ever seen and maybe will ever see but I was just so confused on what was going on just because it was so old and it was a silent film whereas and Dracula, I knew what was going on, but the, like it was yeah. again, <laughs> film so different than what I was used to that I was, I struggled to uh, like, I knew again, I understood what was happening. I just didn't yeah. uh, it- care as much about these people and I didn't enjoy it the way I would enjoy a film, like a more modern film. Whereas this like, more it was more, uh, the most modern of those previous uh of those type of films yeah that's the 60s where but like uh so it had it was more familiar it, it was a little bit more contemporary but it still had like you know <laughs> i did not find these characters very likable or that interesting <laughs> no that's fair like yeah no like and right I, I feel like most of them aren't supposed to be likable so it, it makes sense that you would have that uh that opinion about them but i i just think it, it's it's just kind of funny how uh how i i feel like this is a this is a problem that like i've had with like like my sister for example like she has like 
how do how do I best describe this? I feel like uh, modern audiences have a harder time adapting to like older movies. Like yes. these older movies, they are definitely like products of their time. But then there are like movies that come out today that have like references and quotes that would be complete make it completely dated within like two years and they like absolutely love it and so so it's like kind of like not really hypocritical but i just think it's kind of funny how like oh i love this movie even though like they is like wait didn't isn't that the one where like the guy just dabs all the time it's like dabbing's already dead and this is already this is a two-year-old movie so it's like oh yeah no that movie's lame it's like yeah you it literally just came out two years ago so it, it was just it, it's just kind of funny how modern audiences today seem to have more of a i guess shorter <laughs> attention span when it comes to older yeah. movies than they do with modern movies because modern movies like it's it's yes we're hooked on like you know fast paced action explosions like like more uh, relatable characters, which I totally understand. Like I I'm I'm in that same boat as well. But it, it's funny how they go from that to seeing like an older movie from like their childhood, where like the characters are timeless in that. Like like going back to like Jumanji, yeah. like the old one with Tom. Uh, Robin Williams and it's just like that movie and like how the characters are portrayed pretty much could exist in like any point in, in any, like uh, in any point in history and it would work perfectly. Like it is a modern movie without taking place in modern times. So, but then you take movies like this, which are like, you know, they're, they're kind of more dated. They, they kind of have like, you know habits that that wouldn't really fly today. They're they're not as progressive, but you know I, I I just really love old movies like this, and it's just you know kind of a shame that like a lot of like more modern audiences don't really kind of give a uh, some of the love to some of these movies because remaking some of these older movies today with like uh, like how like graphics are today, like CGI and special effects, these movies could be these movies could be raking in so much money if the studios like uh, yeah, decided do, to give them like think, half um, the attention that they deserve. This movie, at least like it seems like a lot of, I mean, it's, it's all of these like older films are definitely meant for people who are interested in film and cinema. And uh, like I say, it's a film for filmmakers kind of thing because yeah, like there were, I will say it's, it, I didn't think that much about the budget, but yeah. there, looking back, there were, uh, there were certain like there were a lot of times where things were out of focus <laughs> there or like there was like a time where uh, the person we're supposed to be looking at was out of focus but the like piano behind them was very in focus <laughs> like it was things like that but um, I mean yeah I can appreciate like there were t- and there were times where I was like these zombies are actually I haven't again I haven't seen a zombie movie there was times where I thought they were actually doing again a zombie just they're just undead you know, it's an undead person. Like, zombie's not really a term yet. And they were, like, yeah. did a pretty decent job. Like, some of the movements, I thought, were believable. Some of, like, again, the makeup was pretty cool. It was just, um, it, it's a, I wouldn't say this movie was scary. Uh, but, because it doesn't focus enough on, I guess, probably the most shock part was probably the part when they're eating uh, 
when with Tom and Judy or Tom, yes, Judy, Tom, Judy, Tom and Judy Tom and are Linda. in the, you know, they oh, die yeah, Tom in the and car Judy. explosion. And so they are just eating their remains. And that I thought was like, yikes. But um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that was George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, the, did, the did godfather also, of zombies. So he so, directed, did uh, he also write it? Yes, it was him and uh, another guy, John A. Russo, who was also the writer and I believe the director of the next movie that we are doing. Because I was, um, I was laughing because I feel like it said, <laughs> maybe I missed it. I might have to go back, but like it literally, uh, it said George A. Romero like was the director, but for screenwriter, yes, George but A. I Romero. I don't think it said George A. Romero for screenwriting. I think it just said George Romero. So I was like, is this the same person or yeah. is this like another? <laughs> it's, the sa- it's the same person. Yeah. That, yeah. It, it, yeah. He, he is, he has writing and directing credits for that movie along with uh, John A. Russo, who uh, is also one of the story writers for the next movie that we are doing, which I'm really excited for because it's very much a, a heavier turn into some of the more campier 80s movies because this movie takes place in the 80s where everything is fun and nothing goes bad in the oh, 80s lord okay yeah oh <laughs> it, it is just if you thought this movie was slow paced and and not really fun characters then boy oh boy i have the polar opposite Wait, zombie movie for okay. you yeah oh brace yourself this movie is fast-paced and wild as fuck all right <laughs> so uh sam where can these lovely people find our voices find us on uh you know pretty much wherever you find podcasts so apple stitcher spotify google uh, overcast etc uh we're on instagram we let you know what's coming up uh sometimes i post uh you know clips of we post clips of like the you know episode just give you a little sneak peek as well as on TikTok, um, which I'll put put my TikTok handle on the Instagram because I I think it's the same as my Instagram name, but I don't remember. I don't <laughs> I don't go on TikTok as much. People just send me stuff and I watch it. I don't really put. Stuff. Yeah, I mostly just send you goofy movie related stuff on TikTok. <laughs> I did find something on my phone that I kind of want to. I I thought this I could see this on TikTok. I was watching this was like a couple months ago. I was watching Velocipaster and I oh noticed God. a continuity error <laughs> and I was sending it to my sister where he's wearing like it was when he was wearing that like orange like sweater shirt. Oh, the Velma the sweater. Yeah, and he was wearing like white shorts or something underneath and then when it uh when he was running later they were black and i was like oh, continuity <laughs> but um and i was like and i found the video i sent to my sister and i'm like i can see this going on tiktok i don't think anyone would appreciate it as, or laugh as laugh at it as much as i probably did but whatever but um yeah we're also on youtube uh sidetracked <laughs> we're also on yes. youtube um <laughs> trying to keep up to date with it i I keep getting alerts saying I'm running out of space on my laptop. So that's one of the reasons why I'm unfortunately not able to keep up with it as often as I should. Um, but yeah, so zombies, we're going to talk about it all month. 
yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the next one. Uh, th- this was this was the one that I predicted that you would like the least, but based yeah. on your reaction to this one, this might be the one that you like the best because so far what? all the no. one, so far so far all the movies that I have picked that I thought you would like the least have been your favorite when it comes to the horror movie month. So I I really you don't keep getting thrown for a loop whenever we do these because the ones I think you like the least are the ones you end up actually loving the most. I will say the previous um, ones that you thought I was not going to like were because they were, you thought they would be too scary or too gory or whatever for me when they, I found them just really fun. This, I feel like most of our older, the older ones that we pick are the ones that I I typically don't like. Um, I don't know. Oh, also, uh, we're laughing because the font for Night of the Living Dead is very similar to the Wheel of Fortune font. I forgot to mention that earlier. We were laughing at that. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to throw that in there before we signed off. <laughs> All right. On that random note, I'm Kevin Tracy. <laughs> I'm Samantha Tomlinson. <laughs> and you've been listening to Movie Reel. Bye-bye, folks. Bye.